Welcome once again to the podcast. I'm Giles Stevens, and it's a joy to be able to share with you weekly these messages to inspire you, encourage you, and help you to live the fullness of life that's been purchased for you by Jesus 2,000 years ago. And it's really on that subject that I want to continue today. Uh, If you tuned in last week, you'll know that I uh, shared a recording from an English service that we're doing here in Brazil called How to Live the Full-On Life. Now, uh, I shared half of the message because I actually preached for over an hour, but this is part two of the message. But as you're going to see that this second part is equally as inspiring as the first part. So I, I pray you really enjoy it and you get some real wisdom revelation on the fact that you can live the full-on life that's not a life reserved for the world it's for those of us who've understood the grace of god and all that's on offer so sit back tune in and enjoy part two of how to live the full-on life i'm going to jump ahead please to number five Choose to be happy. We're talking about living a full-on life, a full life, full of life, transbording, overflowing with life. You know, it's a choice. You need to choose to be happy each and every day because some people allow emotions to control them. They allow other people's temperament, moods, decisions to control them. They allow circumstances to take away their joy. So they're no longer in control. I'm saying to you, you can choose to be happy no matter what. It's a choice. Your spirit can choose to rule over your emotion. Because emotions go up and down. Isn't that right? My wife's saying yes. At least once a month, they go up and down. Amen. Hallelujah. But you see, God, God wants us to experience the fullness of joy. The Bible says, at his right hand, our pleasures forevermore, amen, and fullness of joy. God's plan is that we love life. Say to your neighbor, love life. People say to us, the Christian life is full of suffering, deprivation. But actually, no, Jesus suffered for us. Isn't that right? I'm not saying that trouble won't come, but even in the storm, he'll give you peace. Even in the trouble, he'll fill you with his joy That will be your strength. Hallelujah. You see, you can choose happiness. Happiness ultimately is an attitude. Yet so many people waste time, waste days. Have you ever come across the husband who gets upset with his wife? She didn't cook my favorite dinner. She didn't do what I wanted to do. Look at the mess in the house. Or maybe the father who gets upset with the children because they walked in with dirty shoes. But so often, people get in a bad mood. And not just for five minutes, sometimes not even for five hours. Some people get in a bad mood for five days, five weeks, five months. But you know, you can change your mood like that. Do you enjoy being in a bad mood? Do you live life full when you're in a bad mood? To the contrary, when you're in a good mood, you live life. So the secret is to get yourself in a good mood all the time. You have that power. You have that capacity. And I'll show you why. A husband and wife could be fighting, bickering. And then the neighbor knocks at the door. They're fighting. 
They have knives in their tongues. But when the neighbor knocks at the door and they open the door, they quickly put away the knives. Oh, hello. So nice to see you. Please come and have a cup of tea. What did they do? They changed mood like that. Tell your neighbor, you can change your mood like that. You're in control of your mood. Choose joy then. Choose life. Choose happiness. Don't let others control you. Don't let others define your life. Don't delegate the authority of your life to somebody else. You can choose. Hallelujah. Two, three of my children are here tonight. Hallelujah. I am a British guy. I like to be systematic. I like a clean house. When I go to their bedrooms and I see the mess, bagonsa, mess, I don't like that. I like clean, cleanliness. I remember one day, I, they, the children had made a mess downstairs, a mess in the kitchen, a mess outside. And then I walked up the stairs and I went into my boy's bedroom. Daniel is there. Pedro is there. And there were wet towels on the floor. There were cereal bowls with milk from a week before. There were dirty socks, smelly socks. They smelt of old cheese hiding under the bed. And I, it's true. You were not there. No. That day you, you were on holiday. And I shouted. I said, boys, come here right now. And the two boys, dad's, dad's mad. Dad's angry. And they walked into the room. And I was just about to explode. The volcano was going to erupt. But I sensed the Spirit of God say to me, look up. And I sensed the Spirit say, what do you see? I see the ceiling. And I sensed the Spirit say, is it clean or is it dirty? I said to my boys, at least the ceiling is tidy here. Hallelujah. 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 Well done. The ceiling is tidy. What am I telling you? I'm telling you, I chose not to get into a bad mood. I chose happiness. I chose grace instead of judgment and condemnation. Say amen, somebody. Tell your neighbor, choose to be happy. Quickly now, couple more. Just throw them up. We'll jump ahead. Number six, be grateful. Be grateful. Have an attitude of gratitude. You know, if you want to live a full life, you need to learn to be grateful. Isn't that right? For all the blessings, big and small. When, when we talk about living fully, people always say to us, look, look, but life has so many problems. Yeah, but for us, we are sons of God. Hallelujah. We do have problems, of course. But what's the promise of God for all of his children? Romans 8 and 28 tells us that all things work together for our good. All things. Good things, bad things. Let me say it like this. Bad things work together for your good. You say in Portuguese, cooperar. Cooperate in English. Work together. Even bad things will turn out good things for you. 
Hallelujah. You can even rejoice when something bad comes along. I'm preaching better than you're shouting now. When something bad happens, it's because God is preparing something more wonderful to come your way. Having a big giant is not a fun thing to have come to attack you. But God allowed the giant to come to David. Why? Because he wanted to promote David from shepherd boy to being a king. When big problems come, it's because God has a big promotion coming your way. Hallelujah. He's going to take you to a higher place. Amen. I read a story about, I love history. And during the Second World War, two wonderful Christian sisters in Holland, they hid Jews in their houses from the Nazis. Are you following me? Because the Nazis wanted to gas the Jews, kill the Jews, exterminate the Jews. So they hid them in their houses. For some years, they managed to hide them. But one day, they were caught. And they themselves, the two sisters, were put into a camp, a concentration. And they were taken to this hut, which was where they were to be imprisoned. It was a it was a, like a huge hut with many, many beds. There were so many holes in the roof. The beds didn't have mattresses, just wooden slates. And in the winter in Europe, it's so cold. And they had no electricity. But the two sisters prayed. And one of the sisters, a very enlightened woman, she prayed, Father, thank you so much for this hut. I know that there is not a roof everywhere, but there's a roof some places so we can stay a little bit dry. And Father, thank you for these beds. I know there's no cushion, no mattress, but thank you, there is wood so we can stay off the ground. Her sister tells the story. And then she said, Father, and thank you for these little black bugs. Because the whole hut was full of, how do you say bugs? Thank you for the bugs. When she prayed this, the other sister said, stop. You can't thank God for the bugs. We can thank him for the roof. And we can thank him for the wooden bed. And we can thank him that we have walls and we're not sleeping outside. But not bugs. No, no, not bugs. Please don't pray. Don't thank God for the bugs. But you know, she tells the story that because of the black bugs, none of the German soldiers, the Nazis, would go into that hut because none of them wanted the bugs to come on them. So inside that hut, they could read their Bibles. They could share about Jesus they could have a community together. The bugs protected them from the Nazis. Even black bugs can work together for your good. Amen. Be grateful for everything that happened. Maybe your relationship didn't work out with that young guy. Maybe you were sad. He didn't love me. He betrayed me. But I'm here to say, thank God. Because God's got somebody better coming your way. Hallelujah. All things are going to work for your good. Be grateful. Be grateful. If you have pride, if you have pride, you'll never be grateful. If you think that it's because of you you're blessed, you'll never be grateful. If you know it's God who gave you the power to make well, to speak, then you'll be grateful. Isn't that right? Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? If you're always complaining, you'll never enjoy life. You're either enjoying or complaining. How much time a day do you spend complaining? You're not living life full when you're complaining. And people complain about so much stuff. Why? They think that they deserve more. They're full of self 
righteousness. We're constantly thinking we need something better. And when you're thinking that you deserve more, you don't appreciate what you already have. Isn't that right? If you think you deserve a better husband, you're not going to enjoy the husband you've got. If you think you deserve a better wife, you're not going to enjoy the wife that God's given you. As soon as you're grateful for the one you've got, you'll start enjoying her. Isn't that right? The same thing about the car you drive. Some people aren't happy. They always want the next one, the next one, the bigger one, the faster one. No. Rejoice with the one that you already have. So quiet here. Hallelujah. You know, I was thinking about Goiania last night. I'm a British guy. I'm living in Goiania. So many people where I live, they say, why are you here in Goiania? Why are you not in England or in the United States? Maybe you have the same question. And so they want to go here. But you know, I'm happy here. Hallelujah. Because if I always want something else, I don't appreciate what God has given me here. Some people always thinking of Florida. Florida, 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 Florida. What about Goiania? You know, I've probably been to the Goiania Zoo more than all of you. You don't even know Goiania has a zoo. I love it. I do. I love the hippopotamus. You don't know that Goiania has a hippopotamus? You've been missing out. You've been dreaming of Florida. huh? And when you're dreaming there, you can't live a full life here. I go to, when they were little, I went to Multirama. You know Multirama? Wow. So many times. I loved it. I do. I still do. But I want to go to Disney. Okay, sure, but we have Multirama. <laughs> Multirama is good for us. I'll tell you why. There's no queues, no, no queue, no, no line. Huh? It's really cheap. Really cheap. And every time you go on a ride, you have to pray. You have to pray. <laughs> it's great. Be grateful. Be grateful about Goiania, and God will give you other places too. When you have an attitude of gratitude, God will take you to higher altitudes. Wow. Can you, can you say that tonight? Don't try. Don't try. Let's finish off. Number seven, enjoy the Lord. Amen. We're talking about living a full-on life. A full life. Huh? You've got to enjoy God. Amen. You know, people think of coming to church, to the service. Oh, I've got to go to church. It's Sunday morning. Let's go to church. Huh? If we don't go, the pastor will be sad. No, please. Come to church. Because here is the place of the fullness of joy in the presence of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't come to church because you have to. Come to church because when you do, uh, God is going to bless you. You know, children go to a party looking forward. Isn't that right? Because something good's going to happen. That's how we should come to church. Uh, every time we come into God's presence, we leave changed. We leave transformed. We leave wiser and more blessed and richer in spirit and every area. Amen. Enjoy the Lord. He is the reason for our joy. He is joy. Amen. You know, heaven without Jesus is not heaven. Isn't that right? It's all about him. Knowing him. Being filled with his presence. When Listen to me. When you are filled with his presence... You will live.
the fullness of life. Somebody once said to me, Pastor, how do I know what my calling is? Why I'm here on earth? In fact, you know, I'm going to be launching soon a, a mentorship program to help people understand their high calling, understand high wisdom, and be filled with high power. Hallelujah. I tell you, this is revolution. This will, revel- this will give you the high life, the, the life you dream. I'm going to be mentoring people on this. But just a little entrada to finish. I'm entrada. How do I know, Pastor, what my calling is? Let me say this. What do you dream of when you're full of the Holy Spirit? What sort of person are you when you're full of the Holy Spirit? That's the real you. That's the real dream. That's the real calling. Nothing else. When you're full of the Lord. Hallelujah. When you're full of joy. That's when you're suddenly full of life. Amen. Let's stand to your feet and let's give an applause to the Lord for his wonderful word. Amen. Well, I do hope you enjoyed that message. And in fact, the last point was all about enjoying the Lord. And certainly if you learn to enjoy him for who he is, not just for what he does, if you come to receive from him, then I know you'll be filled with the joy of the Lord constantly. So thanks very much for tuning in. I also want to encourage you, for those of you who are new to the ministry that we do, we uh, we sponsor missions and missionaries right across the world. And in 2022, we want to increase that sponsorship and send missionaries and hold missions in at least 24 countries. Now, we already have 16 countries that we've identified and missionaries that we sponsor and that I mentor. But if you'd like to sponsor one of the new guys coming onto the team to make take us up to the goal of 24 in 2022, I ask you to get in touch with us through the website www.thegreatmission.com and uh, give generously because literally we are baptizing people all around the world with a vision to see people from every nation, tribe and tongue in the throne room in that great day of the Lord so that together we can look back on our lives and realize that we've really lived a life that counts. So become part of the team of partners. It'll be a joy to have you with us and together let's get the gospel of grace to every nation. God bless you.